Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. For on the record, I'm Brother Priest. Today is December 9th, 2015. We're having a radio meeting. Um, I am out in the public uh, traveling, so if you hear any noise in the background, I'm trying to keep it limited, but the best that I can. Uh, Ema, are the same individuals still on, or did anybody else enter? No one has entered since. Okay. Well, we'll get started. Um, Dr. Vaughn. Um, Shalom. Just feeling the, feel the others um, with anything that they may miss because I don't want to keep us here too long. This uh, uh, spur of the moment meeting, so I definitely don't want to keep us here too long. Um, one of the things I want to establish first is that we make this distinction as to what insight is supposed to be doing because I'm understanding that there is some confusion about it. So I want to make this clear and I want to put this on the record. Sister Anisha, I think I heard it just signed in. Yes, yeah, it's Anisha. Okay, so let me make this clear distinction. Insight is not yet a show. Let me make this clear. I think that I'm going to take part of the blame on this because I don't think – I, I, I think I expressed it this way, but I think that the conversations that we've had, maybe I can see when you're excited that you might go in a different direction. Like I was saying before, Assignment number one is interviews. Now, when you do the interviews, take them, post them on the station at various times a day or whatever, but there's no set time for them to be coming on right now. The object is to grow it into an actual show, but as I was explaining, I think yesterday, you still have to go through the protocol I'm getting trained on how to go on to the radio. And that's something that all the rest of us have went through, even with me, even if I'm not going to actually be on the radio, but um, I had to go through the training because I had to figure it out and learn it, even myself. So we all got to go through that. The point is, when you go on to the radio, you're doing it, you're doing the interviews and you're simulating that there are people live on the air. So that's number one. At the same time, it gives you the opportunity to grow and learn. Um, Make sure, not so much learn, but just you got to make sure that you're comfortable 
when we do these uh, minor interviews and we're getting prepared for those who might be more famous. So by then we should be smooth. Then once you get trained on how to go onto the radio and things, then we can talk about moving it to an actual show. But right now, Insight is doing interviews. And also yesterday we talked about doing voiceovers. But the point that I'm trying to make is I'm excited, we're all excited, but just maintain a controlled excitement so we can go step by step by step by step and not get ahead of yourself because we talked about some things yesterday that I fear in my mind, I was thinking about the near future, and then I don't know if you all might have been thinking about, like, right now, today. And once I realized the conversation that we had, I said, I think that I wasn't clear about that. So forgive me for if I, if I made that mistake. You have my apologies. But I don't want to hinder your excitement. I just want you to be realistic because this this is the proper way to do it. Now, I'm going to say it again. When you do these interviews and things like that, and the voiceovers and stuff, that is going to come on and it's going to be simulating like it's live shows. But the show that I'm talking about is not going to be set off in the block or time slot right now immediately that is just strictly insight. That's what we want to lead into. So it might take us a little bit. I mean, hopefully it's not going to take us long, but I, like I was talking to Ema and uh, Octi, I mean, they've been basically practicing, training, and, and doing this thing for probably 10 months or more. You know, I mean, just getting familiar with the radio. And then you got to also understand that one of the tricky things is actually logging into the radio and doing it live. Okay, now they've been doing it for a while. And I'm telling you, it is tricky. And you got to get your reps in and get your practice in before you go on and start doing an actual show like that. In the meantime, we want to take these um, interviews and get you all prepared for the near future. Be starting off there, and then we'll be built from there. Anybody got any questions? Comments? Um, Shalom, brother priest. Um, yes, sir. I, I, I just confirmed. I got confirmation this morning from someone that we're going to interview next week. Um, It's actually three authors of a book. And um, I called and I scheduled the timing. And um, I have not yet, you know, told them when, how long it will be. But um, I'm going to, you know, just give them a final word tonight to let them know that it will be a half hour 
no 45 minutes. Is that okay? Well, actually, that's too long. This is an author? Yeah. Are they popular? Yes, pop yeah, there's three authors of a book. And um, I I checked on I checked their website and their bio and um, it, it seems like they are popular so it's gonna it it seems like it's gonna take a little longer than a half hour so I'm gonna try to make it no more than 45 minutes so you know I know that was I know that you mentioned before. You know, try to make it like it's 15 minutes or five, um, 10 or 15 minutes. But since we're going to be interviewing all three of them at the same time, um, take a little, that may take a little longer. Okay. As we go on, I'm going to keep abreast of the time and make sure that we stop, you know, and, you know, within that 45 minutes or on that 45 minutes of the interview. Yes, sir. No problem. Um, one of the things, though, because what I, I really want you all to understand, is Gavin on the line? Yeah, for no, the record, I'm here. All right, brother. I really want you all to understand it's not taken away from your background or your natural skills, but certain things that need to be in place that you've got to learn in dealing with this radio. Ema has experience in background in radio, so that's why she's able to critique us and help groom us, and let alone at the fact that she's the mother of the nation, which we must always respect her and always respect protocol. But the point is, it's a development stage, so... Don't rush yourself to try to do everything right now. Now, we talked about um, some of the things that you all want to do as far as scheduling and all that, which were great ideas. But I just want to make it clear, when I was talking about that yesterday, I was thinking more towards the future. And I'm not talking about a year from now, okay? Let me just make that clear. I'm not talking about that. But I'm saying I was thinking a couple of months down the line. Um, I wasn't thinking like right now this week or next week as far as how you all were talking about the scheduling that you wanted to do. The ideas are great ideas. I mean, I think they're absolutely wonderful ideas. We will be able to execute them. But the, the learning curve of what it's going to take to get this other part, I think that the way that... What I'm seeing is, I think the way I was discussing it, because my mind was in the near future, and perhaps your minds were, might have been like right now, that we, there was a miscommunication there. So, you know, I have to fault myself in that, and I'll take that responsibility. But I will make it clear, you got it, it is the, the interviews. The voiceovers, we're doing it right now. We're getting them on the air as soon as you get them done. Yes, immediately. Okay. But the other stuff, we got to work on that. And um, 
I don't think that there are any two better individuals than Ima and Aki. Um, so, you know, you got you in good hands. Make sure that we uh, maintain that. So I'll open the floor again. Any questions or comments? I, I like to make a comment on interviewers. I we did come up with a format. Uh, Auntie Ruth and I it was called Interviewers Viewpoint IVP, and they got a list of things to go through uh, to you know understand how to conduct an interview and things of that nature. And one of the things that we do have to practice on is our pet peeves that we do sounds and how we you know reflect towards others and our voice and our our tones and these are things that we will be working with them on. And uh, they did go over the format. They liked it. Uh, you know, it's just that even with videos, I've I seen their video, and I just wanted to say if I was out in the world and, and, and I was to do or to uh, hire, I wouldn't, I wouldn't play their video. I know you, just, you guys were kind of kicking it around, but there's one thing you've got to know about television or being on TV is that not only your demeanor, your ways, and your actions, but your environment, how you sit, how your viewpoint is to the video viewers and everything like that. And me watching it, I was more so distracted by all the things going on, all the colors, the background, the symmetry, that I didn't really comprehend or even get into what the conversation was about. So it's very imperative that we learn how, even when, you, when you're when you on a television or on a video, you have to make sure you have no shiny face or, or your expressions. A lot of times we don't even realize that we do certain things, and this is a distraction to the viewer. So these are things that Ruth and I was going to work with uh, you guys with, not you know not for anything but other for you to learn. That's, that's where we was at with it. But other than that, you know, they got a format to go by. I, I think I sent it to you, Brother Priest. If not, I will send it. It's strictly saying, you know, what you need to do in an interview, how you need to conduct yourself, your tone, because all of these things reflect back on you as well as the nation. And we have to be courteous, um, know how to not do things that are, are distraction to your – and long, long interviews is not good. And then have some kind of insert on what they're doing, something special, learn a lot about them, where you could be able to ask questions and not butt in or get some kind of response. And, Anisha, you did a good job uh, when you went to Brother um, Emmanuel. You did use part of that form I did see, and I thank you for that. So I yield. Thank you. Yes, you did an excellent job. I mean, I, I got to say that too because yes. um, now, now I'm doing the editing on it, and um, it's like I think 49 minutes or whatever. Uh, let me let me just put you all into the mind of an editor, just in case you don't know. If you do know, just hear me out. Um, part of editing is you're not listening for. It has to be. It has to be technical. Um, you got to deal with a technical thing first, because you want to make sure the technical quality, even if it's video or audio, that is that is uh, suitable. So that means I'm. I have to listen to the whole thing all the way through and make key points of interest where there might be audio discrepancies or what have you. So imagine. That's at least, if it's a 49-minute audio, you got to actually add on about another 15 to 20 minutes of playing and pausing, stopping, 
taking notes. That's not listening to the, what they're actually talking about. Um, that's listening to the, you know, the, the uh, technical aspect. Okay, then you got to go through it again and listen to the conversation. You got to listen for um, perhaps um, inappropriate language, profanity. Uh, I mean, thankful we don't have that problem, but you still got to do it. So that's going to be at least another 49 minutes because you got to sit there and listen for it. Typically, it's probably going to be another hour in 15 minutes because you got to start, stop, make sure you didn't miss this or that. So then you're talking about two and a half hours now on one thing. Then you got to go back and actually do the correction and you got to sit there through it. And that might take you two hours just to do that. So you got to keep that in mind that because Right now, I'm the only one that's really able to do it, that you got to be keeping that in mind. That's why I was saying when we're starting off, let's do the shorter ones with the unheard of artists and people like that. No problem. You got these authors, no problem. We'll do it. But that's why I was saying we need to start this way because I know what it takes to do this editing, and I'm going on two days of working on that interview. Well, yeah, two days of working on that interview. And it's, it's several hours. And I'm not saying two days the whole day, but I have to space it out because obviously there's a whole lot of work to do. So just keep those things in mind. And, um, I mean, I'm really thankful that you are, are, are excited about it and you got everything going. I just wanted to make sure that we – we're all on the same page. Um, that I acknowledge the mistakes that I have contributed to this, and I want to make sure we're all good on that. Um, now, one last thing I want to say. You all got to please um, don't be offended by the things that I'm saying because it's not personal. It is business, and its protocol is not personal. It's not personal against any individual, period. I usually don't get caught up in those kind of things where I deal with personal issues against people. Like, I stay away from that to the best of my ability. I don't care what it is I'm doing. And I do counseling sessions, like, every day counseling people like every single day for this matter or that matter or whatever. I mean, whether it be matters of death, matters of homosexuality, lesbianism, drug abuse, uh, suffering, marriages, um, divorces, newlyweds, I do this every day. And a lot of times it's not, it, most of the people are not even in the nation. So, you know, that's what that's what a, one of my job descriptions is as a minister. Um, I had a responsibility to be a service to the people, and um, I do my best to do that. A lot of people take it personally, like there. I'll give you an example. There's a sister who's not in the nation, but she has the attitude like 
She should come first before everybody. Her problems have to supersede everybody else's problems. We have prison ministries. I got a we got a brother in prison that's in the nation unjustly that we have to be concerned about. We got people on leaves that have all manner of problems that you never hear me talk about. I'm trying to show you that it is not personal. I don't make these judgments of people. I might have my own individual thoughts, but I'm dealing strictly with business with compassion in it. I'm dealing with business, so please don't be offended by anything I say. Anybody else, anything they want to ask or comment on? Floor is open. So everybody's good? I just wanted to say, brother, I preach to them, too, that it's it's I'm straight up. I'm the best person or easiest person to get along with. It's nothing personal. It's just, you know, I believe in protocol and also, um, you know, doing the thing to the T, letter to the T, the jot and the tittle. And that's, that's all it's all about is to be successful. And I deal with my children like that. Sometimes they're hard-headed and don't want to listen. But at the end of the day, they end up coming back and saying, Mama, you were right. So all we're saying is just have an open ear, consume and take in and understand, make the right decisions. It's, it's not about us trying to hurt anyone or get on anyone. It's not that. I love having to work with you guys and, and Anisha and the, and the news. I mean, we're but we want to see some positive results and some professionalism in doing that. That's all it is all about. Be close-knit, and I yield. Gavin, you there, brother? Yes, I am, sir. What are your thoughts, sir? You know, um, everything that, <clears throat> you know, Mother Ima Yaru is saying and what you're saying is um, <clears throat> is needed because technicality, you know, creates perfection, you know. Uh, being in the military, you know, four years, uh, even before that, I should say, as a kid, you know, I guess all of us going through a disciplinary uh, time frame in our lives, you know, through our parents. And, you know, with my parents, they, were, <laughs> they weren't playing at all. So, um, you know, uh, and then I got six or seven, I, I got six brothers ahead of me, you know what I mean, brothers and sisters, to keep me in line. So I understand with for one of my older brothers, the, the one that was, who lived around us the most, I should say, because, the oldest were in their 60s. They're in their 60s now and their late 50s. So one that's, he's 55 now. But when he when we were coming up, he was in the Marine Corps. So he drove discipline on us, when he, when, especially when he came out, you know, and came back to the house. I mean, you know, it was, it was all about regiment with him, you know. Getting up, take the garbage out. Oh, don't play with what you're talking about, you know. He, so, I mean, being all of that to me, you know, uh, instilled um, true self-discipline and um, having patience and, you know, knowing to, um, you know, wait before, wait before you before you answer a question to think about what you, how you're going to respond and, you know, um, analyzing things. That's why I guess I'm so good at the way I question and I think about um, what I'm going to say and how I'm going to present my question. And and because and, once I have one question, I have a, a second question or a third question or a fourth question behind that first question. 
I already got it lined up. So, yeah, I do believe in all everything with what you guys just presented. So, you know, and being, you know, going through boot camp myself, <laughs> they will shame you to death. So it's like, you know, it, it don't matter to me how anyone come off in a sense, even even though I know you're trying to just create organization and, and, and uh, you know, you're supporting us by showing us professionalism and, and executing it in a, in a fashion where it may come off a little strong or harsh or sound almost insulting, but, you know, we need it. So uh, with that, I'll heal. But I, I don't have any questions per se. Um, I'm just excited and ready to roll. So with that, I, I guess I'll, uh, I'll heal. Praise the Lord. Um, Sister Anisha, what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah my thoughts are... Um... Brother Priest, I don't think you lacked anything in communication. Like, we already discussed it yesterday. We don't even have all the equipment necessary to go live and actually put everything or put the show completely together. So I think you were uh, very crystal clear that we weren't ready to go into the full 10 to 3, 5 days a week. You were crystal clear with the... Um, you know, make sure you get those two girls to interview first and do your sound, your um, voiceovers, and your commercials. So I don't think any of us were planning on sitting inside of a studio five days a week uh, for five hours tomorrow recording the show because you also went over the lighting, how we needed our lighting, Correct. Um, you also went over yesterday the editing and everything and us having to understand how to engineer and for us ha- having to understand how to take calls when we're on air. So I didn't expect us to go on live next week or in the next month or honestly in the next two months because um, you know, you were even talking about mics. We need the lapel mics, and we need these umbrellas for lighting. So, you know, we already knew our lighting was off. Um, we already knew we were green. So the information coming at us, I don't think for any one of us is a shock. It definitely isn't a shock for me because we know we need fine-tuning and grooming. So, you know... Um, I'm all for that. Uh, you know, I'm all for that. I'm looking forward to getting better every second. And um, I'm looking forward to this interview Friday, this interview next week, getting these two ladies doing the, the, the voiceovers, and we'll move at the pace necessary to get us to where we need to be, and I think I can speak for all three of us when I say we are thankful and we are excited and we are looking forward to getting it done. And um, with that, I yield. Praise the Lord. Now, I'm going to say this. Thank you for that because 
I was really concerned about that, and um, I'm glad that we this clear. Now, I think the other thing is I feel better that we're all here at the same time participating in this so that it should be clear that we're all on the same page. So thank you for that, dear sister. Um, Achavon, what are your thoughts? Um, I don't have any thoughts right now. I mean, I agree with everything that's been said, and um, with that, I yield. But I do have a question. Um, these the um, these um, these artists that we have to interview. When we um, read up about them, we should just contact you and um, get their number, or how, how how's that going to work from there? When we um, we read their bio and have our questions ready. Do we just reach out to you to get their information? No, sir. When you're ready, let me know and I'll schedule it. It'll be done okay. right now. We can do it on the on the on the uh, conference line. Oh, okay. All right. Thank yes, you. Yes, sir. You're welcome, sir. Thank you. Hello. Um. um. If I may, yes, well, Brother Priest, you have my schedule. Everybody has my schedule right now. So it's uh, right now they need to know your schedule, Trayvon, and they need to know your schedule, Gavin, for those two ladies, Caleb and um, my alumni with the book. Gavin, you know that the, um, that's coming up next week, Wednesday at 7, right? And then Everton Daily. Yeah. Trayvon, that's set for Friday? I'm going to call him tonight. He was supposed to get back to me. I didn't hear from him. I didn't hear from him yet, but I have to speak to him tonight. Just Please to let um, make know. sure. Yeah, let me know what your confirmed. schedule is like. Please. Please, whenever you two have a chance, because there are some other people that I'm talking to that are, uh, that are alumni of mine that are doing a couple of things. And, um, you know, besides the two ladies that Priest wants us to interview, forgive me if I sound a little funny, but I'm not feeling well at all today. But, um, yeah, we, we got to get those two ladies in, too, that Priest wants us to interview. So we need your schedules as soon as you can, Gav and Trevon, so we can um, get everything rolling. Okay. Okay, great. Praise the Lord. So, um, anybody else want to say anything before we close? Yeah, uh, Brother Priest Gavin. Uh, when it comes to, like, when we interview people that have local venue, you know, businesses, uh, businesses or entrepreneurial um, um, co- companies or, and you know, in that manner, in the in the New York metropolitan area, but if we air it, you know, um, I know you were saying, you know, maybe some people from other states got family in New York, whatever, whatever. But do you want us to stay? Because I got I got like a whole bunch of people lined up to want to interview, and I spoke to already, but they're mostly in this area, you know, the Northeast metropolitan of New York. Jersey, New York, Connecticut, 
you know, I got some family. My brother's in Virginia. He got a cooking business. You know, he's a um, chef. But um, <clears throat> most of them are, like, in the this tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. So um, is it okay? I mean, because this is a national and international syndicate, you know what I mean, being here that way. So I, I would think as long as it's not a problem to you that or anyone else, feels that we don't want to saturate the air with just, you know, with this one region of the, the U.S. of people to, that has business because not everybody's in that region to cater to that business or to, I'm sorry, to be um, not cater to, but to um, take part in that business or support that business. Yeah. Well, I don't really hear a question, but I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter where they are. Long, long as they're not devil worshippers or Hebrewist-like racist <laughs> dogs, you know. I mean, we're not pushing Hebrew agenda, and I mean, we can interview anybody. And I think it's great if you got people lined up. You know, it's a matter of um, just. Uh, doing it. So, you know, does that make sense, brother? Yeah, it does. Um, another question. Well, I didn't make a question last time. But <laughs> this is more a direct question about <laughs> about um, how you call it? Uh, the sponsoring. Like, say, you know, like my brother, for instance, he's a chef. He, uh, he, he does a lot of catering. And he has a lot of um, new line of uh, entrees that he's creating, or he has created. And he has a book and everything. But anyway, um, how would it work for a person like him or any any person who has a business, but they they want to, you know, when we get the um, sponsorship uh, uh, pushed out there? I mean, is it the revenue? F- uh, if you could explain it. I got an idea, but I just wanted to hear legitimately how you're going to work it. As we're starting, relatives, loved ones, we're doing all of their stuff free. Okay? The nation, people, free. Immediate relatives, free. One is to build up and get into an assembly line, and get our reps under us so that we have some people that we can turn to as clients. Um, Well, they're not actually clients, but they're, like, acting as clients. And we can say, hey, can you give us some feedback on how how the advertising through us worked? Did it do some good for you? Did you – what happened? Did you get customers coming in talking about it? What happened? Those are the people that are close to us and the people in the nation. Once we get that down, then we're going to move into actually charging money. Um, Additionally, I'll give you an example. We have, um, I don't know if this this individual is an actual Israelite, but his name is Ken Navarro. He's a jazz guitarist, and we're playing him on the station. Now, for the last couple of months, Without us even trying, 
this man's CD has hit the top of the charts in his genre, and he has sent us evidence of it. Wow. And he has sent us direct thank yous. Wow. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. We use that, and we can say, see, we did this. It was no cost to him. All we did was take the music, put it on, and start playing it. And it's directly assisting his career. That's what we want to do with the people in the nation and the loved ones and relatives of the people in the nation. Additionally, there's a sister. Um, she's the sister of one of our brothers, Brother Montavious, who's in the first degree class. And um, she's a successful businesswoman. She has a, uh, uh, what do you call that? Events planning business. Right. And I just found out the other day, no, yesterday, I just found out yesterday, this sister just interviewed, she just, um, not interviewed, she just did uh, what is this girl's name? Candy, oh, what is her name? Candy Bullis? Yeah, from Escape. Yeah, from Escape. She just did her baby thing. I don't know what it was, but she said she just, she just did it three weeks ago. A baby was a baby shower. Whatever it was, she just did it three weeks ago. And we're working on getting her in on the interview. I mean, of, of course, obviously that would be great for us. Um, and maybe it's helpful for her, but we add that to our resume. So now we, if, if we can get that accomplished, then we can say, uh, well, then, wait, we got another one lined up. Um, this group, I don't know that this is going to all happen. Right. This is project, projected. But there's this group that, that was out in the 90s that I just happened to, well, the, at late 80s and 90s, named Loose Ends. Loose I yeah, love yeah. them. You, you talked about them before. Okay, well, we, we got the end the on them. So if we get those type of people on our resume, you see, that's a good start, and that's a reason why we can charge people. So that's the thinking behind what we're doing with these um, voiceover ads. What if that answer? What? Yes, sir. But what if? What if we have to barter with some people like that are ex stars or ex famous singers, entertainers, and uh, they don't really have the, the monetary. Uh, finance, but they want to be put on a credit system or maybe a uh, bartering system where they give us a certain amount of, I don't know, printed CDs to give out or whatever, or, or records. You know, it's not records anymore, but CDs. Uh, that sort of thing, or, you know, paraphernalia, you know, different phenalia, paraphernalia is like T-shirts or whatever. Cups, souvenirs, what? I don't know. Well, those have to be, and from a lawful perspective, that would have to be gifts because you can't really get that to a radio station legally. You can't do <laughs> it in exchange of in a commercial manner. That's uh-huh. illegal. Okay, but I, to expound upon it, where I think you're going with it is, what if there are people that just don't have the money to do it? Well, then they're not going to get done. Well, you know, yeah. I mean, now, we might be able to barter some other types of things, but definitely not in the beginning. 
because the object here is to produce industry for us, therefore producing revenue for everyone. And, of course, once we get rolling and going, there might be things we can barter, but it has to be within the law. And I'm telling you, um, in radio law, it's illegal for them to get to you got you got to be real specific it has to be gifts when it comes to t-shirts cds it has right. to be listed as gifts okay um if you list it as a gift it's fine but you have to do something with it um like you have to do giveaways or something like that right because it would be considered payola and Although payola goes on in the mute in the radio business, um, we can do it a little differently because we're coming from a nonprofit type of uh, perspective, but we right. still have to be careful. So hopefully that answers. Yeah, because I know some people do it where they sell CDs. You know, like they give out a certain amount of CDs to the public, and or or, or uh, you know of that artist. And then we get two cents or three cents or a certain percentage of the CDs that are being, I don't know, sold for less or whatever. Yeah, a radio station can't get paid off of that legally. If they're doing that, that's illegal. <laughs> now, if they, now I can tell you how you can do it legally, which is if you're going to give out the CDs and stuff like that, you got to understand the radio station can't receive money for that. And the radio right, station okay. can't sell that. You know, they can't sell that. Now, there's ways to sell it. Like if the radio station did, which is something that we will do, but if we did like a compilation CD, um, we could possibly sell that. Or uh, if we did, but we couldn't play it. Let me make that clear. You can't like play the music that's being paid. If the radio station receives money, you can't play their music on the air for receiving right. money. That's the standard right. way. Now, of course, we can because we're a different brand, but we have to do it through sponsorships. But anyway, just to avoid the confusion, they got to pay. Once we get our initial people in and prove what we can do and, and show that we can benefit businesses, then we have all the reason to demand sponsorship and advertising money and once we do that we're going to get money in everybody's pocket excuse me revenue in everybody's pocket and then we can talk about bartering and stuff like that in the future but right now is all about creating this industry shalom quick uh few questions um i know that brother trayvon has to speak to the band director to make sure everything's still Copacetic for Friday, but we were um, planning on recording their performance. Also, with a couple of my other alumni out on Long Island, I have one that's a Ephraimite, and he's into event planning. I have another is Tribe of Judah. And he's into event planning. And then I have another friend, Baldwin Burt, who's Benjamin, and he does club promoting. So, like, he's showing me all these different venues that he promotes, um, 
comedy clubs, you know, uh, restaurants, as well as, like, these other lounges and night spots. So if we wanted to get footage of the different events on top of interviewing him, how is that going to work? Is it still okay for us to use the digital camcorder for projects such as that? Okay, now that's kind of touchy, but this is what you got to understand. We don't want to do anything in the form of videoing, anything that requires editing and stuff like that. So we want to avoid that. We could do, which is something that I was speaking with Sister Roberts about, she's doing social media. Um, we could do Instagram stuff like that, where you could show little clips of different things, but not anything in a functional, sitting down, interviewing television thing like the clips that you sent over that you all sent over because we're not ready for that part but as far as clips and short different things I don't think that would be a problem as um, long as uh, I, I think we would really have to consult with Sister Roberts doing uh, social media but um, actually Ema and Octi Ruth once we adjourn this I need to speak with you all again too um but anyway, that's no how photos, we reduce it. No video. I mean, you can do it, but you can understand it's clips, but it's not like interviews in this form of you're standing in the mic, sitting down, talking, showing up. But if you just, if you're filming small clips, showing like, I don't know, 10 to 30 seconds or however they do it on Instagram, that can be okay because you just point the camera, and you're showing different things. But I just want to say this. It is right now, photos would be fine. I would rather avoid video up front because I know it's going to take work. And if we can set it up where we could do it, like on YouTube, where you can film something with the camera, and then it automatically uploads, and bam, it's on there, and it's just showing that, fine. That's fine, but just hold off on that because we got to work things out. Okay. Did that fully answer, sister? Did I miss anything? Yeah, I just, um, I know that the camcorder does that. It does that. It takes clips. Um, I would just have to actually be able to look at it and see how it does it. Yeah, that's it. that's it. Well, let me make this clear. When you're doing stuff like that, it's not a matter of quality because you're just showing different things and the camcorders can do that. But I'm talking about when it comes to having to sit down and edit something. That's going to take too right. much time. And no way am I about to add that to my repertoire. Because I know what it takes to do video, and it is extensive. And it may, I don't care if it's a 30-second clip. Let me tell you something. 
I did a commercial. I did a TV commercial for our um, martial arts school slash class that we were supposed to open up in Atlanta last year to the guy flaked out. 30-second commercial. Took me four days to edit it, working 12 hours a day for a 30-second commercial. So I'm telling you, if it's getting into editing, we're not no, not now. That's why they charge so much uh, for NFL commercials and things. They charge it all. I worked in the field, and they charge boom, coom money for that. <laughs> A lot of work. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to exit soon within the next uh, 12 minutes. But um, did that answer everything for you, sister? Did I miss yeah. anything? No, no, you didn't. Okay. Anybody have anything else before we close? I just want to know if everybody's going to be able to make it Sunday at the same time. Yeah. I will be. I'll be there. Okay. Um, Ema, I, I won't be able to make it at that time. Um, okay, yeah. I, 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 have a, I have an exam, you know, a three-hour exam on Sunday. So oh, I won't wow. be able to. Yeah, um, and uh, I have to get back to you with the schedule because um, I also have a couple of performances coming up. And but I'll you know I'll call you and or send you an email and let you know as well. Oh, uh, and they'll fill you in on anything. Okay, yeah. brother Priest, you want uh, Ruth and I to stay on the line or call you at another particular place? Let's meet on the um the line uh the class line, yeah. Okay. So all right. Thank you. We can adjourn for today. Um shalom shalom. Shalom.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.